0: Welcome to our class on Chasiddus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chasiddic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chasiddic discourse is called the asuli Migdash. The Rebbe said this Chasiddic discourse on Shabbos Parshish chuma which was in the sixth day of the month of Adar, in the year Tavshin Mem Gimel, 39 years ago. So again, the Chasiddic discourse is based on on the verse, in this week's Torah portion, where it says, the Asuli Migdash, where Hashem commands their Jewish people to make a Migdash, a base of Migdash, and Hashem says, when you make it for me, I will dwell amongst you. So it's brought down in Chazal that tell us that any time it says in the, in the Torah, Li, to me, Ein Li Oilam, it's everlasting, it doesn't get moved. In other words, not in this world and not in the world to the come. And as it says, in reference to the base of Migdash, the the Migdash, you should make lead to me, that means the Migdash is everlasting. So remember ask the question, we know the Migdash, where it says the the Migdash, is also referring to the Mishkan. Like the Talmud says, that Mishkan is called Migdash, and Migdash is called Mishkan. Nevertheless, in the Mishkan we know, in the tabernacle, there were changes. And the same thing also with the reference to the base of Mikdash itself. The base of Mikdash King Solomon made and the second base of Mikdash, uh, they were both destroyed. So in other words besides the fact that there was changes in the in the Mishka, in the tabernacle constantly moved but the fact is in the two in the two uh, uh batimigdash in the two temples they were both destroyed so how can the measure say ain't it never gets moved anytime it says vasili you shall make it to me it's everlasting the fact is they were moved and they were and they were destroyed so the rabbi brings from the uh, tzemach that the third chabad rabbin is classical works of chassidus in the parsha, called oratora and he says as follows that the migdash on high the migdash in heaven is connected to the migdash down below in other words there's two there's two base of Mikdush. there's a migdash in heaven There's a Migdash down here, and the two of them are connected, and he says, just like we find the reference to not only the base of Migdash, but the whole city of Jerusalem, which Yerushalayim Habnuya, the whole Jerusalem that's built, so it says, it says in Psalms, that it's connected. And the commentaries tell us what does it mean that's connect that is connected? That the Yushalayim, the Jerusalem, as we know it down here, there's a Jerusalem on high in heaven as well. And the Jerusalem on high is connected to the Jerusalem down below. So just like the Jerusalem on high is connected to Jerusalem down below, the same thing also the MiGdash on high is connected to the Mygdash down below. So based on this that Semach explains, the Rabbi explains, what does it mean, the base migdash is everlasting, that even though unfortunately we don't have the temple today, but the powerful light and the powerful energy of the base migdash on high is shining down in this world now as well. So this is very nice. It's a nice answer, however, that's referring to a spiritual base Migdash Yeah, there's a spiritual base migdash on high in heaven. But what does it have to do with the base of Mikdash down here in this world? And it's that, and, and, matter of fact, the command says the Asali migdash You should make to me a migdash not on heaven, but down here in this world. And that base of Mikdash that we make down this world, that should not be moved. So you can answer what this base of Mikdash and I, very nice, I love it. But where's the base down here when it says so the Einer Zazla Ilam? So Jebus says, you can say, that's why the, 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 the Tzedek brings another explanation. Based on a verse in the prophet, a famous verse in the prophet that says, that Hashem says, unfortunately, we're going to go into Galos. So it says, the prophet says, I'll have a small base of Migdash. What does it mean a small base of Migdash? The base of Middash is destroyed. So Chazal tell us, what does it mean Hashem says I'll have a small base of Migdash in the time of exile when the temple will be destroyed? That's referring to the base of Knesset and the base of Medrash. The how the shuls, the place where we go to pray, the Talmud Torah is the place we go to learn. That means, even though unfortunately in Gullus we don't have the temple, the temple is destroyed. The the and the Tabernacle, the base Migdash, both are destroyed. But nevertheless, in Gullus, what we have is even in Gullus we have our synagogues, we have our shuls, we have our our schools, and that's called Migdash Maat. That's a small Migdash that that's that that lasts forever. So it was based on the service. Explained that something like the saying is that like, on one hand you had the spiritual basis of on high, and the base mixture we have down here that that, that never gets uh, moved and it's always here. It's referring to into times of galus to the to the synagogues and to the and to the yeshivot and to the schools, etc. So the Rebbe says based on this, he well, he says you can you can add to it and say even deeper and it is as follows. In other words, this is what it means when it says that ain't a um which means that just like you have the Jerusalem, as we said before, Jerusalem has always exists on a spiritual level, and since Jerusalem on high is always there, therefore Jerusalem on low is over. Even though we don't have we don't have it with all its full glory, we still have it because of Jerusalem on high. So the same thing also after the destruction of the temple, and we know it says the famous uh, 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 line that says that God let out his anger. Uh, only thank God on wood and on stone but however the base of migdash down here which is referring to the places of worship the shuls the the yeshivas the play we go to to pray and to go study that's something which lasts forever so in other words what's there there explaining that the Asali migdash That the everlasting component of the base migdash, What does that mean? It's everlasting. So, on a simple level, what's everlasting is the spiritual base migdash That's always there. It never got destroyed. But the base mikdash down here that got destroyed. What do we have instead of the physical base mikdash? We have all the schools and we have all the base and all the all the houses of of learning. So, even though it's not the base mikdash, that's why it's called the mikdash mat. But Rebbe says now he's going to go into a step deeper, and he says as follows: We have to understand. What are we saying? That the base of Migdash be You should make to me a holy place. And Vashachanti, I'm going to dwell there. That means that where does Hashem dwell in the base of Middash. In the times of the temple, it was a time, it was a temple. And today it's in the shuls and the yeshivas. But the Rebbe asks a question? We know there's a famous verse that says in the prophets, that the heaven and the earth, I, referring to the essence of Hashem, fills up. In other words, the essence of Hashem is all over the place. And not only the level of God, which we call Mali, which is called in in the world of Kabbalah, Mimali Kalam, the way God comes down into this world, but even Ani, referring to the essence of Hashem, which we call in the world of Kabbalah, Svev Kalam, it's too powerful to be internalized, but that powerful light is in this world, and it represents an even higher level, not only Mimali is in this world, where God fills the world, not only Save, where God is a super, um, hovers over the world, but that part comes into the world, but even a, a level higher than Save, also comes in the world, and and that's found in the world. So since we're saying I, 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 the based in the prophets, the Shemayim Barzani Molei Hashem is here, Mimali is here, save is here, and even higher, Ani Hashem is in the world. So what's the bigger idea of to make the base of Migdash? Make the base of Migdash and I'll be here. Hashem is all over the place. Now. So what are you going to say? That true, Hashem is all over the place, but Hashem wants the Asuli Migdash. What does that mean, He wants Asuli Migdash? There's something which Hashem always wants in the world, that we should have something which is called Avoidus Adam. We should put our effort into something. So even though Hashem is all over, no question about it. But the reason why Hashem says the Asuli Migdash is because He wants us to put our effort, our effort, our, our energy, our, 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 our resources, and that's what Hashem wants from us. But so if that's the case, if Hashem wants to put our effort. There's a lot of things we do to put our effort to make Hashem reveal. There's two. There's, there's the all the mitzvahs that we do is our effort. But what's the connection of usli migdash specifically making a base of migdash? How is that unique and special over the fact that Hashem is all over the place? So the Rebbe explains based on what the al Turba says in Tanya. The al explains in Tanya and he says as follows that the novel idea. Of the base of Migdash versus the way Hashem is found all over the world, the Memalei, the Seivei, mean higher the Seivei, is that in the base of Migdash, Hashem is found in a revealed in a revealed way, in a specific place. And Hashem is all over the world, one hundred percent. There's no place in the world where Hashem is not. Hashem is everything, and He's the Memalei, Seivei, and even higher. But Hashem is not revealed all over. However, when you come to the base of Middash, Hashem is revealed over there. And Rebbe gives an example, just like we know the soul that comes into the body. So the fact is, the soul on one hand, the soul is all over because if the soul wasn't giving life force to every part of the body, the body would shut down. So the soul provides energy from the head to the feet, and they all get they all get energy. The, the global idea of energy. In other words, that global energy, a constant of soul, goes to all over, every one of our limbs and every one of our part of our body—the 248 um, uh, limbs and the, the uh, 365 the uh, veins in our body. Every part of our body is full with the energy of Hashem. But nevertheless, Hashem created the human being as follows that where is the the, the the greater part of energy, where is the, the the part where the energy is revealed, and the most revealed energy is specifically in our, in our brain. And from the brain, it goes out to the whole body. So knows the analogy is, just like the energy is revealed mainly in the brain, and from there it goes to the whole body. So the same thing also when it comes to the temple, that the, the God is all over the world, a 100%, but where is Hashem mainly revealed? And Hashem is mainly revealed in the base of Middash. And from the base of Migdash, the energy goes all over the world. Now, the Rebbe brings down. There's actually two different opinions whether the the revelation in the Migdash is in a way where it's it's revealed, but it's it's it's, it's called in Kabbalah. It's called mavir and makif, which means it's hovering over. We don't can internalize it, or the revelation is actually in a way that we couldn't couldn't internalize it. So, just to recap, what the is saying is as follows. What does it mean the Asuli Migdash? Hashem is all over. And the answer is, Hashem is all over 100%. But where is Hashem mainly revealed? Hashem is mainly revealed where? In the base of Migdash. And from there, the light goes all over the world. So based on this, the explains why it says in the verse, The osuli Migdash, you should make to me a sanctuary and I'll dwell there. And it says, we know it says brought down in, in, in many different commentaries I explain that the verse says, make to me a sanctuary. So it says, I'll dwell into the sanctuary. But it doesn't say, it says, plural, plural? and it's referring to Hashem will dwell into each and every one of us, which is a powerful shift. The Asali Mikdash, make to me a sanctuary, and Hashem will dwell here into every single one of us. In other words, what does that mean practically? That this component, that in the Migdash, Hashem is revealed. Has, therefore, Hashem is revealed in every single one of us. And not only Hashem is revealed into every single one of us, but also, for example, just like in the base of Migdash, there's the there's the Menorah, there's the Tabernacle, there's the the, the, the Mizbeach, there's the altar, there's the candelabra, etc. So, therefore, within us, Hashem is is, is it dwells within each of us, just like He dwells within the Temple. What does that mean practically? The Rebbe explains like this. The Rebbe says it's based on what's brought down in many places in this and specifically in the in the book called Sefer HaMitzvot, so the someone said that he has a very powerful book that explains the different Mitzvahs according to Kabbalah, and he says as follows: We know that the Mishkan, the Tabernacle, had curtains and it had beams. So the curtains is more hovers over; it's more makif, and the beams are more more focused. Or, for example, another analogy would be the, 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 the curtains, which which is more makif, and the vessels of the mikdash is more pnimi, specific ve- vessels with specific things, which goes into the category in the Mishkan, you have makif and pnimi. You have lights, which are very, very powerful, you cannot internalize, but they're powerful lights, and then you have lights, are, are, which get internalized. So that's the way it was in the mikdash in the Mishkan. So the same thing also applies to us spiritually. Why, well, again, to, to stay focused. Since it says, I'm going to dwell within you. So just like in the temple, there was an avoidal, There was a spiritual work of makif, the way the curtains went around and the way it got pnimi internalized, whether it's through the beams or through different um, vessels of the base of Migdash. The same thing also, within each and every one of us, we have two different ways we connect to Hashem shaman, a way of makif and a way of pnimi. And as our service to Hashem gets divided onto the way we, we internalize our relationship with Hashem and the way we connect to Hashem more in a of way, in a superficial type of way. What does that mean? Not superficial. The way it hovers over is very, very powerful. And the Bible brings the the, the, the verse that says as follows. That the, the light... Um, get, get, uh, uh, surrounds us like, like a, like, 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 uh, like a garment. Neuter shamayim The heaven bends, uh, um, harbors over us. So you see, there's the oil which gets internal, the light gets internalized. And then there's something which goes around us, surrounds us. What is that referring to on a spiritual level? So it's brought down in Kabbalah and it says like this. There's the idea of uh shamayim kairiya, and it's referring to heaven, the way it hovers over us. That's referring to makif, the way something hovers over us from the outside. But then there's something which is called er. Hashem plans within us the light. What is light? Light we know is that's something we internalize. That's something we have personal benefit from. That's something which goes into a premius. So you have the light which you internalize. And then you have the heaven, which goes in a makif. What does that mean practically? So the Rebbe explains like this. What does it mean in a void which means practically speaking our service of Hashem? There's the avoid of makif, which hovers around over us, or it's like a garment. What does that represent? That represents the avoid of the work of doing a mitzvah. So when we do a mitzvah, and again, there's 613 commandments, there's 248 positive commandments, there's 365 negative commandments. So anytime we do a mitzvah, or we refrain from transgressing against the mitzvah that we are creating spiritual garments for us, like like the author explains at length in Tanya in the beginning, which is referring to mitzvahs as a garment which 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 hovers around us, and that's in general. More specific, the Rebbe says, in mitzvahs you have two different le- two different levels in mitzvahs. In other words, besides the fact that, in generally speaking. There's two different levels of mitzvah, in other words, there's the way a mitzvah was given to us down in this world, a physical mitzvah, and then there's a mitzvah, the way it's on high, on, on a spiritual, what does that mean on spiritual, on high? And there it brings the verse that says, Magid the of the Yaakov, of Mishpat of the Israel. What does that mean that the, the 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 words that hashem does for himself that's what he tells us to do and there's any time hashem tells us to do a mitzvah every one of the 613 commandments hashem does it he wouldn't ask us to do something he doesn't do so in other words there's a mitzvah that hashem does the mitzvah of hashem and then there's the mitzvah that we do so you see in mitzvahs there's two components there's a the physical mitzvah it's done down in this world and then there's a mitzvah that Hashem does it on high but besides those two levels of mitzvahs, the way A, the way it's on high, the way it's down here, even the way a mitzvah comes down into this world, and we do the mitzvah, there's two different levels to the mitzvah. And again, as we said before, what's a mitzvah? A mitzvah is a makif, it surrounds, hovers around the person. You're doing Hashem's command. So there's something which is called makif a it hovers around in a very, very close, snug way when you do certain mitzvahs. and then this machik v'arochay, it hovers around more in and in a, more in a, in a circumference type of way. It's not so snug. And like the says, it's explained at length, and the altar explains it at length in the Kutli Torah at the end. In other words, what does that mean? It's a mitzvah which is more Ma'kiv um, HaKarayv, and one that's Ma'kiv harochaik. So the altar explains that a mitzvah that we also understand, which is given to us Tam Vadas, that's a Ma'kiv HaKarayv. We understand it, we comprehend it. That's already a mitzvah, even though it's a mitzvah, it's a command from Hashem. We're doing Hashem's will. But we can comprehend it, it makes sense to us. That's called Ma'kiv HaKarayv. But then there's a mitzvah which is beyond logic, we don't understand. It, that's called makif harachik because when you do it, you still connect to Hashem, but it's not internalized because you don't understand it. The way we understand things, the way we internalize things is through comprehension. So, again, so to be, to, to clarify, mitzvahs are makif. And as we learned, there's almost like four levels of mitzvahs. There's mitzvah the way it's on high, the way mitzvahs down below, and the way mitzvahs down below, there's makif akarev, makif harachik, which means the ones we understand, the ones we don't understand. That is makif, which is referring to mitzvahs. But then there's the avoid our spiritual work of panemius. how we internalize things. How do we internalize things? And what we use to internalize things are our intellect. So what do you, what do we process with our intellect when we learn Torah? So anytime you sit down and learn Torah, you read Chumash, Mishnah, Talmud, Kabbalah, whatever you're reading, and then you sit and you comprehend it, and you understand it, and you, and you think about it, you meditate on it. So now you're internalizing. You're bringing into a premius, into an internalization Hash- Hashem's intellect and Hashem's ideas. So and it was like Doctor explains in Tanya that that um that uh, learning Torah is like food, and it was like it says, it says in the Torah, "Say The Torah is going into my innards. as when we learn Torah, we get internalized. Now, so again, just to, before we get, uh, deeper into it, so the reverence explaining is, there's two components in the temple. One is the avoid of makif, the, 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 curtains, and one is the avoid of premius, the different, different vessels that we use in the temple. The same thing also in our spiritual service of Hashem, there's the makif which is the mitzvahs, and in the mark of the mitzvahs, there's, there's, there's a level, the way mitzvahs are on high, but relate to us, the ones that we comprehend, that's mark of ha-karev. the ones we don't comprehend, that's mark of ha-rochayk. and then there's when we learn Torah, that's the, the avoid of We we're understanding the Torah of Hashem. So the Rebbe says, even though, generally speaking, Torah is more Pneumias, but nevertheless, what does the, the verse say? In other words, that it's referring to the light of Torah, it also uses the term of a garment, and a garment we know is a makif. And Rebbe explains that so there's two levels in learning Torah. There's learning Torah, the revealed part of Torah, and re- learning Torah, the, the internal part of the Torah. So one is more Torah when it's more makif. And then when you learn chsundas and you internalize, it becomes more of a eponemius. Now, so it was, what's our spiritual work in this world to do mitzvahs and learn Torah. And that's how we do the spiritual service of the temple. That's the also the Middash on a personal level. Learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. we're making our physical abode a Middash for Hashem. So never says when we do, our, we create our Middash, which means when we learn Torah, it means we're doing the Avoid of the B's Middash and the B's and we do a Mitzvah, we were doing the Avoid of the B's Middash for Makiv. we do it on a spiritual level. In other words, by learning Torah and doing Mitzvahs, so by us doing our avoid, our spiritual work, we merit. As the verse says after the Asli Migdash, so Hashem says, the tasu, so you should do. And other and Rashi says, what I mean you should do, not only then when you built a base Migdash, Rashi says clearly, it's referring to Ledairai, for future generations. It means till the Migdash, Hashem commanded us to make the mikdash against so we know is learning turning doing Mitzvahs. And then the verse after says, V'chein Tasu, and it's an everlasting commandment till today. Every time we learn Torah we're doing Mitzvahs, we are Techen Tasu, we're building the base of Migdash. So we'll merit, by doing our work, we'll merit to have the ultimate third base of Migdash. The big, the base of Migdash of La'asid And as we know, in reference to the third base of Migdash, what does it say in the prophets, uh, or in, in the Torah, actually, Migdash Hashem Koyin Yedecha, that the Migdash of Hashem that Hashem formed with His own hands, because even though that the. The tabernacle didn't last forever, uh, le- forever, and the same thing also the base of Migdash of King Solomon didn't last forever. But what's going to come to the base of Migdash of the future of, Mesh- of Mashiach, which that's referring to where it says Migdash of Hashem, Koyin Yedechet Hashem is going to make it. That's going to be a, a building that's going to last forever. And like it says, explaining the Zoya, that the third base of Migdash is going to be really Nitzki, really ever- everlasting. But where does it come from that we we'll, that will that will eventually will have the third base migdosh? Is going to last forever. So Rebbe says the the energy and the strength comes from the original mi, Migdash, the Mishkan that that Moshe Rabbeinu made. And as the Torah says clearly, the Tasul Like Rashi says, when we we, 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 that we us doing learning Torah and doing missus we're going to do our part. That will give the energy for the third base Migdash. And Rebbe says, finish off, and he says like this: It should be the will of Hashem that very, very soon we will have the building of the third base of Migdash. How's that going to happen? Because we learn now in the Torah about about the base of Migdash. And we know the Torah is everlasting. And especially when you learn in this week's Torah portion about the building of the base of Migdash. And like the Rebbe brings from the famous saying of the Alter Rebbe, that a person has to live, we have to learn with the Parsha of the week. So because, but when we learn with the passion of the week and we learn about the building of Migdash, we have the strength and the power. That by us being busy learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, which is the avoid of Asli Migdash, will merit very, very soon and very quickly to building the third base of Migdash, which is going to happen in the true and complete redemption through Mashiach at Cainu. And as we know, it's brought down in the Zoya and many other places that the base of Migdash is already built. It's ready on high and it just has to come down to this world and literally like within a second. Just like you would say a second, it's going to come down to this world, and the Rebbe finished it off, it It should happen very, very quickly in our days, literally in a physical level. So obviously you see it's a very, very powerful Hasidic discourse, because it shows us that a temple is everlasting. Maybe not the physical temple. But the spiritual work that we do by learning Torah and Mitzvah makes the Temple everlasting. We saw the the Temple everlasting on high. But more important, we learn Torah and we do Mitzvahs, we do the avoid of the of Mikdash. we are creating the energy for the third of Mikdash. and let's hope that our next class will be in Yerushalayim Irak Yiddish. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.